learning about our disease while sidestepping the scary rabbit holes. Hi, I'm Maggie. And I'm Dina. And this is the show where we get real and raw about breast cancer. The fear, the love, the changes, the surprising gifts, and the celebrations in it all. At the end of the episode, we will be asking you to share your real and raw insight from this conversation. Are you ready to dive into today's episode? Welcome back, everyone. I can't wait for this episode. This is an episode that really, truly talks about learning about the disease we are facing and what type of, what I would say, scary rabbit holes we can go down when we decide to go on the internet and Google everything about our cancer. Maggie, I am so intrigued by what you might have to say about this subject. Well, the (laughs) scary rabbit hole covers a lot. And for me, I made a rule minute one Mm -hmm. that I refuse to Google. Okay. And um, what I will say is for me, I am, it was a hard rule to make, but because my approach in life has always been knowledge, it's not knowledge is power. I don't necessarily, you know, it's just, but knowledge is so important to me. Learning is so important to me. So when I think about, like, just imagine you're going to go out and you're going to buy um a new TV. Mm-hmm. If I I don't want to know what the people selling the TVs is going to tell me, I want to know what the people that have bought that TV in the past have experienced with the TV. So I want to know what those that have used that same product would tell me and would recommend. So it's so the for, experience. Yes. So okay. for me, it was all about experience. And I knew that Google was going to give me so much information and I would not know like, what, is this a source I can trust? Is this something that is real or not real or whatever? So for me, it's, I really wanted to talk to other people that have been through breast cancer. And I even think about it like, when when I when we go to restaurants in other towns, like just traveling, right? I always want to know where the locals go. <laughs> yes, the locals. <laughs> because they don't go to the touristy places. They go to the no. gems, the hidden gems, right? So I like that example because I really believed that if I talked to other women or men, but I happen to talk to actually 20 plus women wow. that have been through breast cancer and I was amazed, Dina, at how much Mm -hmm. I learned. And the interesting thing is the biggest learning is that no two breast cancer journeys are alike. Exactly. 
So how is the internet going to tell us what it is? <laughs> so true. So we, you and I are prime example of having the same exact diagnosis with two totally different journeys. Exactly. Yep. Yep. That's very true. And, mm-hmm. and, and had we talked to one another um, earlier on, like in, I think I talked to the 20 in my first probably three months because okay. it was overwhelming to talk to too many mm-hmm. too yes. often. So I would only like, I'd, I'd give myself, you know, a, a, a few a week because they turned into an hour, hour and a half conversations. Oh yeah. And I learned what they experienced, what they were maybe afraid of, what they learned how they approach things. And so it was really being open to um, other things that I could explore, which helped me not only open my mind, but also gave me confidence that I, it's, it's not as, it gave me hope. It's not as scary mm-hmm. as Google would have made it out to be. Right. So I, that I, yeah, that that rule of not googling, I think, did serve me as well. So, so Dina, what about you? Are you? Uh, I need to know. I need to learn, or I'll just take it as it comes. I was take it as it comes because, and I be I'll be honest, I was not researching anything. You know, being a nurse and watching firsthand. Mm patients go through this and how their fear overcame them. Wow. And it, it's it, that fear can spiral somebody. And once you start going down that rabbit hole and that fear really sets in, it plays havoc on you physically mentally Mm. and emotionally. You know, there are people who I've taken care of who started researching all kinds of things, not only just breast cancer. I did take care of women that had breast cancer, but any of their diseases or their illnesses. And they would start researching. And next thing you know it, they're telling me, I have this symptom. I have this symptom. I have this system. I have this... And I'm like, whoa, let, let's let's back up a second. And that fear was just consuming them day and night. Mm. And it affected them more so. And, you know, yes, do I research, you know, a product? Yes. Do I research a vacation? Yes. But when it comes to, you know, diseases and illnesses and things like that, Nope, I wasn't doing it. And there are doctors out there, and this is just what happened to me. My oncologist was a well-known oncologist who did a lot of research. And the first visit I had with him before I left, he said, I'm telling you now, do not go on the internet. That, you know, and that, I mean, that's awesome that he said that. Yeah. Because, I mean, he was an oncologist at this point, I think at least 35 years. 
you know, and he w- he said the same thing. It's a rabbit hole. Hmm. And it's well, not to it's not a good place to be. And do you feel like that approach helped you hold more hope and stay away from fear? I had certain fears which really had nothing to do with my cancer. Mm. You know, and I decided that I'm going to keep my life as normal as possible. These are these are the things that kept me from not being so fearful is keeping my life as normal as possible eating as healthy as I can possibly be when, the, when I didn't have my side effects, movement, my journaling, my mindset, my, you know, my deep breathing. So I had to make a conscious decision not to allow that type of fear to spiral me down. And that's, that's how I, that's how I overcame it. Mm-hmm. That's how I dealt with it. Well, I will say that's admirable, Dina, considering your background and your knowledge and exposure to those going through it before you, like having that firsthand visibility to that. Um, I admire how you approached it. <laughs> yeah. It, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Was it easy? No. And I saw the good and the bad, and I'm going to leave it at that mm-hmm. because for anybody that's listening, it's hard to hear things that maybe didn't go so well, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I always tried to put those situations of those people that I took care of out of my mind yeah. while I was going through the journey. Which ties back to what we said earlier too, right? Where every single person doesn't, you know, it's a different, it's a different path. It's a different Mm -hmm. response to treatment. It's a different getting to the other side of it. We all, we all have different bodies, right? So it's exactly. Well, and one of the examples that you made me think of too, Dina, is that I, so as I was talking to these women, I was learning about alternatives, which excited me because Mm -hmm. of what I was learning about the treatments and the chemo and the radiation. I wanted to follow Western medicine, but pursue Eastern medicine. And so I was learning of people that had done that. And what was interesting is my oncologist was not bought in to the whole Eastern medicine approach yes. and said, you know, if you want to do that, just let me know the things you're taking so I can at least research whether they'd conflict with your treatment or not, which made perfect sense. So she pulled something up on her computer and was oh. searching some of the things. And I was like, Ooh, what website is that? <laughs> I want that one <laughs> because I didn't Google any of my alternative medicines either. I just, Again, learned it all from other people that have tried it and experienced it and what they got out of doing it. Right. So it's all about truly hearing others, other women's journeys, their experience, you know, 
how they felt, why they were doing it. You know, listening to the stories. Mm-hmm. The stories. That's a great, I'm glad you said that because that's a perfect way to say it. But we I, all have a story. Yes. But I want to go, I just want to go in a little bit of a different direction because the rabbit hole can be overwhelming. Like when you're talking to 20 women and let's say, let's say you talk to 50 women and out of 50 women, let's say 30 of them didn't give you a good feeling because of their story and maybe their complications. So the point I'm trying to make is we have to be truly careful of also the stories and the things we're reading and the things we're watching to not bring us down. And Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. It's really I, you the, the words you used about like reading what it, it's listening to mm-hmm. those stories in a way that helps you also see when something is maybe more of just um, a mindset mm-hmm. because to your point, that spiral of fear can overwhelm even a person telling you a story about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. It can be very overwhelming. So without a doubt, and you know, it's something good. No, you go ahead. No, it's just something that I really truly want our audience to be aware of. What you made me think of, Dina, is I when I first started looking for community. So I was talking to these different women, but then I was also looking for community online. So Mm -hmm. Facebook communities. I did too. And here's what I thought. Here's what I found. And this is back to your point of I was sort of listening to the different things that were being talked about and the context Um, or the, I don't even know, like the perspective they were coming from. And what I found with so many Facebook communities is they were normalizing the pain and the hardness and the struggle versus helping each other with more stories and encouragement. And it's not all about Pollyanna and, and, instilling false hope, but it's, there is this element of let's uplift each other, encourage each other and help each other and support each other versus always talking about the negative or the fear. If that makes sense. Right. Exactly. Um, It's the negativity. Cause I also found that on some of the groups that I, I was trying to follow and it actually there was one point for a week, about a week or so, I was on this one particular group and my husband said, what's happening to you? And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you're crying more, you're upset more, you're you're down more. Like it brought me down instead of like you just said, lifting me up. Mm-hmm. And it isn't, it isn't, it isn't always peaches and cream. Let's mm-hmm. face it. It's truly not. There's good days, there's bad days, there's days you just, you're fed up, you're Mm -hmm. frustrated. You don't have the energy, you don't have the strength. You go to work, you don't go to work, whatever it might be for whoever it is. And 
you have to truly stop and take a look how it's affecting you because it's negative and it's instilling fear into people. Yes. And coming back to even our tagline about real and raw, right? It right. is real. It is raw. It is hard. And there yes. is a lot of fear. I just think that the more we can focus our conversations around how are we navigating that? How are mm-hmm. we helping each other navigate, navigate that? It. What things are we doing to move through that versus sitting in it and or how hard it is and just like focus there? Right. And we keep bringing up the word fear, but what we have to truly look inside, deep down in our core, what we are truly afraid of. What is the cause of that fear? Is it being on the internet and Googling every single thing out there? Or is it a fear that, you know, has been brewing for a while or since childhood? I mean, we can go into another episode, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that is key here is, you know, being able to say, if you are fearful, what am I so afraid of and what is causing it? That's a great point because there, there's there's more to it in almost all cases, right? So, yes. so not letting it just be. Right. Um, yeah, I love that. Okay, now you got me thinking, Dina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because it, it truly is. It, we really do need to stop and think. Yep. And we do need to uplift each other. And we truly do need to find the love and the support that we need. Yes. And and that and being intentional about where we get our information, I think, feeds that so well. Um and and obviously in today's world, the information out there is endless. Yes. So just Truly what I want our listeners to know is obviously you have to learn to whatever level you're comfortable with and however you want to learn, but make sure you're intentional about your sources and your mindset as you're gathering that information. Absolutely. 100%. I couldn't say it any better, to be honest with you. (laughs) I'm sure you could, my dear. (laughs) Uh, Once again... Oh, again. Nope. I was going to say that's probably a good point to wrap. And yes, that's what I was just going to say too. See, we're always on the same page. (laughs) So thank you so much, Maggie. It was an amazing conversation and we'll see everybody soon or listen, listen in soon, please. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found value in today's episode. And remember to share your real and raw insights with us by going to healinsideandout.com, where you can also find additional information and resources.